in this bulletin. The pricing strategies used by Australia's major supermarkets to be the subject of a Senate inquiry. 118 nations pledged to triple global renewable energy capacity. And in cricket, Australia confirms its 14-man squad for the first test against Pakistan. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Supermarket giants accused of price gouging during a cost-of-living crisis could be scrutinised by a parliamentary committee. The Greens will this week seek to establish a Senate inquiry into the pattern of pricing strategies employed by the major supermarkets. Green Senator Sarah Hanson-Young says Coles and Woolworths will be in the spotlight when it comes to the cost of essential items. This Sydney shopper says she welcomes action taken to look at the soaring cost of groceries and everyday items. Certain things I bought three, four months ago are now four, five dollars dearer. So that does add to the bill. I mean, my average shopping was around about the 150 to 200, and now we're 250 to three, so it's almost sort of doubled. I think it's just a captive audience, isn't it? They can charge what you want because we need to eat. It's like petrol prices. We all need petrol, we all need food. So you can shop around, but reality is who has time to go to three, four different supermarkets in a day. Meanwhile, Nationals leader David Littleproud says he would rather a price gouging inquiry be run by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. He says that option would mean an investigation could begin before Christmas and actions from the inquiry could be undertaken immediately. The increasing cost of the National Disability Insurance Scheme will be on the agenda when Premiers meet this week for National Cabinet. The cost of the $35 billion scheme has increased about 20% a year over the past three years. Government Minister Murray Watt told Sky News the sustainability of funding is a key challenge. Over time, uh, we have seen uh, all of the costs for providing services to people with disability move increasingly towards the NDIS and away from things like schools and transport and other things which the states have traditionally funded. So there's got to be a discussion with the states about how we can continue to provide sustainable funding for the NDIS. The NDIS is obviously a labour creation. We're very proud of it and we want to support it. And the way we need to do that is to make sure that it is sustainable in the long term. Australia has joined 117 countries at COP28 in pledging to triple global renewable energy capacity and double the annual rate of energy efficiency improvements by 2030. The United Nations Climate Summit is being hosted in Dubai by the United Arab Emirates, one of the world's top 10 oil producers. Australia's Climate Change Minister Chris Bowen says Australia has a key role to play in delivering on the pledge through the supply of clean energy technologies while spurring new Australian industry. Other major energy exporting countries, including the United States, Canada and Norway, are backing the pledge. US Vice President Kamala Harris called for nations to stop building what's called unabated coal power plants, which are plants without technologies to capture their emissions. Our collective pledge today to rapidly increase renewable energy also includes a call for all nations to stop building new unabated coal power plants. The climate crisis has emphasised that our world is interconnected and to meet these global challenges, we must have global collaboration. 
European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen says the EU will invest 2.3 billion euros to help countries make the transition towards renewable energy. Every country on earth deserves clean, affordable and homegrown energy. Ladies and gentlemen, excellencies, today can be a turning point to make the clean energy go global and to put the world back on track towards our 1.5 degree goal. I thank you very much. I wish us all a very successful COP28. Advocacy group People with Disability Australia says the International Day of Persons with Disabilities is an opportunity to reflect on the ongoing fight to close the gaps in social, educational and employment outcomes. The group's president, Nicole Lee, says this year has been particularly tough, but the community remains steadfast in the call for the removal of barriers impeding the full independence and full participation of people with disabilities. The United Nations International Day of Persons with Disabilities has been celebrated annually on December the 3rd around the world since its proclamation by the United Nations General Assembly in 1992. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres says the work continues to deliver solutions based on equal rights. Today, the UN family gathers together with governments and civil society partners to discuss a vital issue, the rights of persons with disabilities. This year's International Day of Persons with Disabilities reminds us that achieving the Sustainable Development Goals requires living up to the promise to leave no one behind, especially the 1.3 billion persons with disabilities worldwide. And to sport. In cricket, Nathan Lyon is set to play his first test since tearing a calf muscle during the Ashes, as Australia prepares to take on Pakistan in Perth from December 14th. Australia will begin the three-test series against Pakistan with almost the same side. Veteran spinner Lyon will be the only inclusion from the fifth and final test of the Ashes in July, replacing young tweaker Todd Murphy. Veteran opener David Warner remains in the lineup despite criticism of his recent record and calls to introduce his replacement. An uncapped Western Australian fast bowler Lance Morris has also been named in the squad. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.